We're back here on the podcast. Jennifer Campbell White <laughs> is on. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we uh, just got married in March, mm-hmm. um, barely before the COVID uh, hit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been something else. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of uh, time together. Yeah. As newlyweds. Uh, I kind of like it, though, because, um, I mean, you know, as far as with our lives and everybody else, you know, working and doing all this. So it was good. We had a last hoorah party, so which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, I hit my two-year anniversary yeah. <laughs> podcast. I cannot believe it. Thank you for all that have listened to all 41 episodes, number 42. Mm-hmm. Good news, we're starting on Anchor. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and Jen's got some stuff she's going to plug in at the end. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, those that don't know you, I feel like some that are listening will know you. But for those that, those you know, people. strangers are <laughs> new to the podcast, yeah, we'll... Yeah. Well, let's see. I am born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I, I mean, I've just been here my whole life. It's my home. I'm a massage therapist. I work for a dental office now. It's amazing. And And I hear you're the best massage therapist in the city. (laughs) And then we'll take it statewide. (laughs) I mean, deny it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, but there are some really amazing ones out there. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, um, tell us a little bit, like, growing up here in Little Rock, uh, so you went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Um, all your life, right? Mm-hmm. K through twelve. Okay. How how is that? You know, because I public school. Not the average person probably goes to Catholic school. So. It's different. Um, mm-hmm. At the time when I feel when we were going put in Catholic school, it was because we really didn't have a lot of good education options. Mm-hmm. So there weren't all of these private schools that there are now. So. You know, my parents wanted to make sure we had the best, and so they forked up the money and put us in Catholic school, and we learned a lot. I learned a lot about the way that certain religions live. I am not Catholic, but okay, okay. I always say I was raised Catholic because I was for 13 years, so... And so, do you guys, uh, like, have, like, your schedule in the mornings, did you meet for Mass, or, like, how was the, I guess, schedule? It was a long time ago, not (laughs) um, the morning, we, I mean, of course, we prayed every morning. Right. Um, But we did have Mass a couple times a week. Uh, In high school, not as frequently, I mean, you could go if you wanted, but... You know, I wasn't Catholic, so I went to the obligatory masses. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But, yeah. Well, neat, neat. That's good. So, uh, you were on tap. Am I right to go to LSU? Yes, I did get accepted to go to LSU. Full ride? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I have to no, ask. Close. That's cute, but no, I was. <laughs> people that know me from high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. No, I was not a good student. You didn't get good grades. Uh, I decent. I graduated. Enough? Okay, enough to get by. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely graduated, and okay. but I did really good on my ACTs, and I really feel like that's why. I got accepted to a couple different colleges. 
see, I, see, I feel it's different. Like I did, vice versa. But <laughs> yeah. you know, but no, definitely no scholarships uh, okay. at all. But I did not go. I decided to go to Euler because I didn't want to, you know, leave my mom, and my mm. family, and yeah. There was also a boy at the time. Yeah, underscore's name we won't mention. That was a, don't ever do that. Any any child listening, don't ever do anything for a boy. Well, there you go. <laughs> word, live your life. Word to the to the young people mm-hmm. from wise people here. But if I had not stayed, I probably would not be married to you. Yay! Yay! There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, did you know what you wanted to do uh, with your life? I feel like I asked this question to everyone that I have on. Um, what are you know, what were some aspirations and goals? Uh, well, it just depends on what age I was, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went from wanting to be a teacher to I went to Girls State in high school, <clears throat> and I at that point decided I wanted to be on the Supreme Court. Couldn't tell you why, but I decided that's what I wanted to do. So going into college, that was my path, and then I realized I did not want to be in college anymore, so I dropped out. Oh, wow. So, so parents, yes. grandparents not happy, I'm sure. Oh, 100% upset with me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually how I got into massage therapy. Okay. So just, you have like a coming to Jesus moment? Like what kind of, you know, you just, oh, um, I'm going to try it. I think I can maybe do this. No, so. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, she was very big on education because she did not get one. Right. And as most of our grandparents didn't. And so she decided to, she bought me a car and she said, you know, in order for you to get this car, because I didn't, I needed one, uh, you have to go back to school. And my smart ass self was like, well, she didn't specify what kind of school. So I opened the phone book and I was like, what is the least amount of time I have to be in school? Yeah. (laughs) And I found massage school and it was six months at the time and she went every day. And it turns out that I really loved it. So. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that was, oh my gosh. 14 years ago you've been doing it you've been in it a while isn't that something mm-hmm. that's awesome um how long did you go for uh like qualifications like you had to go to school for like a year nine months or six months oh six months okay mm-hmm. okay yeah, from June I was thinking to December i don't know why i was thinking nine December. okay six so six months now i think it's longer i'm not 100 percent on that but mm-hmm. i went you know every day for six months Knocked it out. Knocked it out. Got your certification. Yeah. Did your board certification Mm -hmm. plus with flying colors. Mm. Um, And statistically, not a lot of guys in the field or it's hard even. Yeah. Once they do graduate and get their certification, then probably to land and and I already know like opening a business. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I can just imagine. Yeah. Fortunately for men, you know. Massage is a very intimate thing when you really think about right. it. Right. And, you know, a lot of people aren't comfortable with men, and that's so unfortunate because there are really, really good male massage therapists out there. 
but you know some people don't have a problem with it. I mean they have no trouble making a long career if they want one but it is more difficult so hard from yeah what I hear from them right so you had a pretty amazing uh, instructor Yes. Yes. One of my instructors. Yep. She's still my massage therapist. Yep. Shout out to Donna. 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 She. Yep. I just learned so much from her over the years. Just love her to death. Gotcha. Got you on the right path there, and then uh, you started working. Um, so massage therapist for a company. Don't know if you want to mention them or not. I, okay. Well, no, but I did work for a chiropractor. Yeah. For four and a half years. And tell us how you, you, you got a call, you get a call and you're what on vacation? Yes. Think, I was okay. at the beach actually. Uh huh. And my hairdresser called me and said, Hey, my chiropractor's looking for a massage therapist. Think you'd be great for it because at the time I was working part-time at this day spa and I wasn't happy there and uh, so I was like well I'm at the beach I don't know what you want me to do and she said well just call them tell them you'll come in and so I did and you know that chiropractor I worked for was fantastic and so kind to me and then another one took over and then I worked for him for another oh my gosh almost four years oh nice so I learned a lot working at the clinic and then we parted ways parted ways and then uh, you decided to go into business for yourself I did uh, tell us a little bit about it um, and I'm sure we'll get into like the challenging aspects of it um, so what's funny about it is I really just didn't ever plan on going into business for myself, but my friend Hope, Yay. she, I know, she's so sweet, um, I was trying to figure out what to do, and she said, well, Jennifer, why don't you just open your own place, and I was like, huh, that's not a terrible idea, Right. <laughs> so I did, and I did that for four and a half years, and it just got to be too stressful and wasn't fun anymore and you know I just health wise it was not good for me yeah and something about that typically massage therapists uh, I mean the continual rate you're doing it where you were working the chiropractor office Mm -hmm. every day because you were probably doing what some days eight massages a day back to back barely time to to eat 10 or 11 um, and then I backed off. I told them mm-hmm. I can't do that. No one should do that. And then I backed off to just the afternoons, four days a week. So I only did about six a day at yeah. that point. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, is it five to eight years massage therapist lifespan? Three to Three? five. Three to five, okay. Yeah. Wow. Three to five, so. Yeah. And that's just because people don't practice proper body mechanics and they don't take care of their they don't do self-care yeah and it's amazing to me people i've spoke with and i'm sure you have too definitely um haven't had a massage i know that's crazy <laughs> to me. mind-boggling i'm just like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're missing out on life mm-hmm. 
I yeah. love getting massages. And I know you're really good, like, oh, assessing them. Hey, you, you need to come back. I and definitely <laughs> do not sugarcoat it. Yeah. I, if I feel a problem and I feel like they need to address that problem, I mm-hmm. will tell them, like, look, girl, you, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I feel would help you. If you want to work with me, great. If not, that's okay, too. But, you know, I give my two cents and they can do what they want with that. So you go 14 years, you say? 14, yeah. Well, yeah. it'll be 14 in December. Okay. It'll be, I started, uh, that was when I got my license, but mm-hmm. I started massage school in June yeah. or July. I don't remember. Okay. And so, and you got to keep up your license with every other year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two years. Yeah, keep it up. Continuing ed and renew it and everything. So you have to have, you have to get what, 18 hours? 18 hours, yeah. Okay. Very neat. I Very love neat. massage class personally. Oh, well, you get to get yeah, yeah. massage. What? You can't go wrong there. <laughs> trade. Almost in a trade, but for free. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit about what we'll transition. Uh, so tell us a little bit about epilepsy. Okay. Uh, so you're diagnosed at age. I was twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. What happened? Uh, kind of take us through. You had a so, tragic accident. It actually started. I was eighteen. Is when actually I started having seizures. Mm. But my neurologist at the time, you know, swore there was nothing wrong. He was like, you know, because at the time I was on drugs and, you mm-hmm. know, nothing hardcore. That's right. worse than it is. But also, I'm not, I don't get addicted to things like that other than sugar. There you go. Sure. Well, having an addiction or something. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as hardcore things like that, I don't get addicted. So I would just stop taking whatever I was taking. And um, at the time, what was it? It was Xanax. And so at the time, I just stopped taking it. And then I would have a seizure. And so he was convinced it was drug-related. Mm. Didn't push past that. Right. So fast forward in 21 and I'm driving to my friend Kristen's house and um, I don't remember what happened. I was told that I like passed out. And of course I blacked out and passed out and started having a seizure while driving and I ended up swerving all over the road up into people's yards and then I hit a tree. So the wonderful firefighters mm-hmm. you know got the jaws of life out and pried me out and rescued you yeah Kristen came running down the street and because Dennis was her husband was like hey I think wasn't Jennifer supposed to come over I think she's on the tree down, down oh the just like casually hey you might want to go check on her <laughs> yeah so Kristen was like what <laughs> so yeah. Terrifying right. experience. And do you remember anything up through that day? Did you take a nap? Did you lay yeah, down or anything? That or? day was actually kind of strange to go looking back on it. Like, I remember I was at work. We worked, it was a Friday, and we worked half days on Fridays. And I remember being at work, but I could not tell you what happened that day. So you like, blanked at some point. My boss would be talking to me, yeah. and I was not registering what he was saying. 
But you know, when it's happening, you don't really, if it's not something that's happened before really, I mean, it just didn't register. Right. And so I was super, super tired. So I went home. I was supposed to have my a physical that afternoon because I hadn't been feeling well. And went home and I laid down and I assumed that I had a seizure because I woke up with my dog on top of me and had a bump on my head. What I assume I hit her head because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of because yeah. she was basically on top of me and um, making sure I didn't hurt myself, I guess. And um, so I was supposed to go over to Kristen's that night to hang out and my mom came home she was pissed off because I didn't go to the doctor and <laughs> so and then she was mad that I was going to go over to Kristen's and so crazy day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so then Kristen went to mom's to get her and mom was like uh, one of y'all was lying to me because she said she was coming to your house now you're over here and she was like no she's in the hospital and ding 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. I, the only thing I remember, I remember waking up in the emergency room and like both of my parents were staring at me crying mm. and I was like, oh my God, what happened? And so they told me, they had to tell me 20 million times and I had a, a fantastic police officer. I don't remember what his name was, but mm-hmm. I did have marijuana in my car at the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had asked me, uh, Miss Campbell, is there anything in your car? Got any paraphernalia? <laughs> and I said, well, officer, um, I had some uh, marijuana and a pipe in my uh, glove compartment. And he just, he looked at me and he was like, well, that was very honest. And I said, well, if you're asking me, you've already found it. So. Right. Hey, is this a trick question? <laughs> uh, I hate quizzes. Why I hate I tests. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah. And he was like, well, you seem like you've been through enough tonight. Um, so I'm just going to confiscate it and mm-hmm. let you be on your way. And I was like, thank gotcha. you. Apparently, I told him he was very cute. I don't remember that. <laughs> I may have said some things. I, I don't remember saying. Things, yeah. But... let me see myself that's all I remember from that night so after that um you know I'm sure you're kind of worried hey doctor what does he tell you I guess he what he diagnoses you yeah so officially I got a new neurologist because uh, I stopped seeing the other one obviously he said nothing was wrong with me oh gosh doctors nowadays you just um, can't trust some of what they say it's hard to find a good one yeah. so he immediately once he looked at all my old scans they had taken some new ones oh I do remember something else that night I they had done an MRI well I woke up like I guess I had gone back to sleep or something after seeing my parents and I remember waking up and I thought I was in a coffin. So I flipped out while I'm in the MRI machine. You know how this coffin. <laughs> so I yeah. legit thought I was in a coffin. So that happened. <laughs> but yeah, immediately he looks at my scans. He was like, oh yeah, no, you have epilepsy. I said. Just clear as cut as day. Oh, by the way. He's like, there's yeah. no question. I don't know how this wasn't caught before. Mm-hmm. 
and he got me on medicine. I haven't had a seizure since. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. I've struggled, but I haven't had a seizure since. Yeah. Because I know we, like, I know you were telling me we were first together. And um, so people that don't know, or, and they might, they might. Um, so bright lights, uh, you can't. I guess is it a certain amount of time you can't be around it? Like is it like oh five ten minutes and then no, I need to get a so, danger zone or like I haven't tested out a time limit on it. Okay, um, but like yeah, like the flashing lights they don't cause a seizure, but they cause like a really really bad pain behind my eyes, and so I just want to make sure that I'm not pushing the boundaries. And so, like, when it comes to stuff like that, like, if you ever see me, like, if we're in an environment like that, if you ever kind of just see me looking down mm -hmm. or, like, covering my eyes, it's because it's very painful for me. Mm -hmm. So, I just, you know, but I also don't want to be the party pooper, so. Yeah. I put up with it at certain, certain it, events. And then you got, ah, right, guys, I got to go. I got to get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Certain things, I'll put up with it, but if it's just, like people hanging out somebody's got on a flashing necklace i'm like do you mind you turn know, it off yeah be considerate solid because i can't look at you like mm -hmm. so and usually people are really good about being like oh yeah okay so sorry you know which is great you know, i have people like that in my life there you go all right so um kind of ending here as far as with epilepsy um Foundations, is there one here in Arkansas or Little Rock or? There's not one I know of specifically. Mm -hmm. um, I do wish people would do more research about epilepsy because it is, it can be fatal and it right. kills. I mean, almost many people or as many people as breast cancer does and it's just, not something people kind of shine a light on and they don't realize the struggles that you know people like myself go through like I may not be having seizures but I have a lot of the effects side effects of it you know like I have days where I call them my bad brain days where it's just like I can't get my words out or things just aren't registering but it's not to a point where I feel like I'm gonna have a seizure I know how to kind of calm myself down anyway so stuff like that I just wish people would kind of educate themselves on and um, but there is a national epilepsy foundation I don't know the local or state one yeah though. we'll have to get some links maybe and post it yeah. with the uh, texture on the podcast um, yeah and then so National Epilepsy Month is November Mm -hmm. Okay, and color purple, right? Color is purple, which is one of your favorite. Happens favorites. to be my favorite yeah. color. Awesome, so it works out. Well, good deal. <laughs> We're glad you haven't had any seizures since then. Hopefully, continue. I knock on wood. So fortunate. Yeah. Like I, oh my god, I wake up every day so thankful to be alive and to be seizure free. Like, yeah. Uh, oh. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good deal. So uh, recently, and this was, correct me if I'm wrong, last year you mm -hmm. got into CASA. I did. Okay. Who approached Actually, you about this? No one. I saw a video on Facebook 
and about the organization and I just I don't know something about it just pulled on my heartstrings and I you know followed up with it I contacted the uh, Pulaski County CASA and asked them you know hey what do I need to do and you know, because we had talked about uh, yeah. fostering and adopting right. kids, and I kind of wanted to get a feel for the system and see how everything worked. And, you know, it just, I met some really great people through there. And, you know, the thought of just helping a kid, you know, being a voice for a kid, help them through the process. I mean, there's nothing really more fulfilling than being able to help somebody. I'm sure the statistic is huge as far as how many kids are abandoned mm-hmm. or just, you know, come from bad, you know, bad home environments. There's a lot of really, <coughs> really horrible and sad things that kids are put through. And I mean, it's also so amazing how resilient kids are to these things. And you know but it's you know some of the things you should never have to go through they all deserve to be loved and put in a loving home and just cared for and so you know for Christmas actually it was two years ago um for Christmas last year my amazing company that I work for Arkansas Family Dental they did a fundraiser at um, our Christmas party and we raised two thousand dollars it's amazing and so at Christmas time you're able to sponsor a kid well I was able to buy enough Christmas gifts for I think it was 29 kids and then a couple of my co-workers had sponsored other kids as well so we I basically told them I was like who do you have left on the list let me have them like we raised money let me go yeah. shopping it's a lot more stressful to spend two thousand dollars than I thought it would be <laughs> I know when we were going to get the press I was like oh my goodness <laughs> yeah it was I mean it was fun and it was just I cannot believe they did that and it was just amazing there I work with some really amazing people yeah Awesome. CASA, so um, I guess, well, you can volunteer. It is volunteer. It is, okay. I guess, what's the criteria? I guess if somebody, would you have to have like a degree in social work? or no. Okay, like as far as if you want to work, work oh, there. If you want to work, work there. Work, there, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know that portion of Right, it, okay. Yes, no, it's a volunteer program. Volunteer program, yeah. So you just kind of, they give you a kid and you go meet with the kid like once a week or every other week. And, you know, every case is different. And so my first case, I actually did it with another girl, uh, Bridget, just in case you're listening. You're awesome. And she helped me kind of figure out the, the way it worked. And we had this little little baby and you know that one actually ended up in a good good ending so good. you know they help 
the hope is they all end up with good outcomes you know that's the whole goal and get them back with their families and so um but yeah that was my first case i don't remember what your question was i got to thinking about stuff. so and as far as um have you been assigned a case by yourself you kind of been just shadowing so i was assigned to a case um for a set of twins i don't i don't know if i'm allowed to say Oh, yes, and I was actually going to ask my next question, like, I know you can't say, I know you can't say certain things as far as uh, criteria, uh, like, as far as with the work, um, are you, you're not allowed to talk about cases, anything else? No, I can't talk about the cases, but after that, I was assigned that case, actually, mm-hmm. my, uh, that's when mom died, Oh and yeah, yeah. I was in no condition to be doing anything. I just couldn't open up to anything. I just shut down. Like when things go really wrong with me, I just shut down. And mm-hmm. I, you know, told them the organization that I just couldn't do it. And they were like, we completely understand. Just let us know when you're ready. And I'm just now getting back to where, you know, I'm ready again. But, you know, COVID and all that. And yeah, you had a pretty busy year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with everything going on, it's just, and I'm sure, like with that, you've got to pretty much be focused on that case, and everybody's got their lives and stuff. But I'm sure you, you know, with all that going on, it would have been hard to, you know, focus on that child because you want to obviously give them, you know, undivided attention, you know, and such, you know, therefore, then mm-hmm. you know, make sure of everything. So you got a podcast uh, I coming out soon. Tell us a little bit about it and I, what made you want to do it. So I'm starting a podcast with my dad, who is just, I love him so much. He's my, my favorite, other than you. He's my favorite <laughs> guy. <laughs> um, but so my dad is like a duck and turkey call kind of guy. That's like, that's his main thing yes, since he's retired. Even before, I'm it, sure. yeah, way, way, way before, yeah, my yeah. Higher life. Yeah. And, you know, hunts and fishes and all that and you know, the good old country boys, he likes to say. So, I got to thinking about, you know, all the stories I've heard over the years and I see him with all of the other people in that community and they get to talking and telling stories and I'm like, man, we really need to like record this and get it as recorded history. And so I decided, I told him, I was like, dad, hey, we're going to start a podcast. He was a little reluctant at first. Didn't want to do it or? He was a little reluctant at first. But once he thought about it and once we talked about it, he was like, oh, that's a great idea. So now he's super pumped about it, which I love. And so we're getting that started. It's called Call Chronicles. Uh, We will have a page and YouTube channel and all that jazz. And we'll go around and meet with all the the big guys in the community and even just other people who are just fans of things, collectors and, you know, all those people and 
I've met a lot of really interesting people over the years. Yeah, they have duck expos or conferences. They, and yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, it is a okay. whole world. Of For just one weekend, right? No. Oh. There are several. Okay. Um, there's one just for turkey calls or turkeys. There's one for duck calls. And the one we usually uh, go to is for duck calls. But, you know, they intermingle. And so it's just interesting to see how people, you know, there's something for everybody. I just find it interesting to see how people can especially my dad he can look at literally it's a piece of wood and tell you who made it when it was made what it's made out of like the style of I mean just everything you can want to know about it and it's just fascinating to me because it's like he's just found something that he finds so fascinating and passionate about that I just feel like it needs to be shared and they all need to come together. Yeah, and so the conference every year you guys go to, it's in Tennessee? Yes. Okay, and you told me that Duck Dynasty guys used to go way back in the day. Okay, even before probably they got famous. Yes. Okay. Um, Yes, way, way back. And that's when it was a lot bigger and it was kind of mellowed down, but... Yeah, I've been going. I mean, obviously, not every year. There was a good chunk I didn't right. get to go with my dad. But um, when we were kids, like, I mean, it goes back as far as I can remember. We always stay at the same little motel. The same, it looks the same. I mean, they've upgraded the beds and such. But it's beautiful out there. There's, like, one restaurant there's the most amazing southern cooking i was hoping you would mention that guys they have some of the yeah, best strawberry strawberry butter butter good lord i mean i gained 20 pounds just going <laughs> for a weekend that's all i do is eat at that restaurant. and if you've had the cinnamon uh apple cinnamon butter from texas roadhouse it has nothing on this no it's homemade <laughs> by some women that live in that town and Oh, good lord. Turning that good. butter in the country. Turning the butter. I mean, oh, God, it's good. And so, um, your uh, dad's a duck calls, uh, a friend of his wrote a book. Is that correct? He did. Okay. Yes. And got featured in there. Yes. Okay. Dad has been published a, a few times over the years. And, um,. He's kind of known. He's he's not kind of. He is known in that community. He doesn't like to admit it, but you yeah. know, he is known. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of sad, but <laughs> yeah. he doesn't like to say that. Toot his own horn or thing. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. kind of a big deal. Right. He's just like, yeah, but yeah, like, he knows yeah, he is. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. He knows his stuff and. I mean, people come to him and ask him, you know, can you identify this? And he does. It's amazing. It's just amazing. So I just want him to share that. So we're winding down here. I want to get your thoughts uh, a little bit on COVID. Um, and, and you were off work how long? Uh, I was off work for five weeks. Um, five of the most 
boring weeks. I've never been unemployed that long. I've been very fortunate for that. Um, yeah, it's definitely something people need to take more seriously than they do. Um, I don't personally know someone that has gotten it. Mm -hmm. I want to do everything I can to make sure that I don't just because I want to protect everyone else around me. I mean, I used to have lunch with my dad, you know, every week and now I don't. And can't even do that. <laughs> I can't ever see him really. Like I think I've seen him what twice since this all yeah. happened. So just little things like that that you just got to protect people that you care about and you know if I were to go out and do something and get it and then take it to work well <laughs> then I've shut down work I mean who wants that on them you know so I just make sure that I take all the precautions I can and make sure that you do as well <laughs> yeah I, I get hammered all the time uh, I was like, oh I gotta yeah. yeah, make sure I wash my hands and wear yeah. a mask. And yeah. I hate, I hate it. No but one likes doing it. No one likes doing it. You but gotta do what you gotta do. It's yeah. not about us. So. so how are y'all set up at the office now? Uh, came back to work after the five oh weeks. My gosh, how is it? Crazy. We're taking all sorts of precautions, which is fantastic. I'm mm -hmm. so blessed to work where I work. I mean, from the time you walk in the door to the time you leave, everyone is completely protected. You know, all of the workers have on all the gear that they need to have on. Our company makes sure that they provide everything we could ever need. And it's just, it's been amazing to see, you know, the compliance, not only just from us, but from the patients as well coming in and they feel safe and comfortable, which makes us more comfortable. So it's just been really good to see everybody kind of working together and making it a safe place. So they come in, uh, they get their temperature check. Is that yeah, correct? They, um, our concierge at the front. <laughs> oh, free skis. Free skis. <laughs> he uh, makes sure that they sanitize, that they social distance the way they're supposed to. We've got signs everywhere letting people know what they do. He asks you questions. He'll take your temperature. If you don't have a mask, he gives you a mask to put on. And uh, then he'll go... And then you, you know, go sit or you can go sit in your car and we'll let you know when it's your time to come in. And I mean, then they get escorted back. They wash their hands, get in the chair. Everyone gets geared up, gets in there, does the job. And then they, you know, remask, wash their hands again. Everybody makes sure they're dressed appropriately, got all the right gear on. And they escort them out. Awesome. Yeah. So Arkansas Family Dental, um, definitely go see them. Yeah. They make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I've been there coming this week. <laughs> yes, you love it there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, truthfully, and honestly, people, they're, they're some of the best people, <laughs> you know. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about Little Rock? Um, 
how's it going as far as do you think it's on the uprise uh, i know f therefore period it was you know some people oh there's not much to do you know I and definitely think yeah it's coming yeah. up i mean you know where we live used to be an area you didn't really want to live because i mean but they've started revamping everything and making it a nice place to live again and you know it takes time of course but there are more businesses popping up people are supporting the local businesses more so we're mm -hmm. able to do that right. and keep it you know local mm -hmm. and we've got you know more breweries and more events and I like to say we're kind of becoming like a star's hollow Gilmore girl uh, there Rest you go there. <laughs> festivals all the time yeah <laughs> they have a, yeah mean, it's like the, the cheese dip festival I think right, they had like a, a whiskey a cornbread festival whiskey and I mean, uh, just all like, kind of stuff I mean everything you got movies in the park you've got you know all your food festivals there's food trucks Cornbread, chili, cheese dip. That's right. I forgot about <laughs> chili. <laughs> chili fights in the heights. Yes, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. something for everything. And yeah. so I love that. I love that we've gotten to that point and we support our local people and our artists and our, you know, breweries and just restaurants. I mean... It's great. I yeah. I love how Little Rock has started to kind of come together. I don't feel like it's as divided as it used to be. Mm -hmm. I definitely think it is still divided, but still some stuff going on. Yeah, it's. I feel like we're on the uprise. Like it's getting better every day. It gets better. So, F favorite brewery. Uh, no, here in Little Rock. Lost 40, 100%. Shout out, 501 that South Bird Street. legit my favorite place. It, The beer is fantastic. The environment is fantastic. And the food is phenomenal. Like, I could not ask for a better local yeah. restaurant bar place to yeah. go to. I mean, I... Girl. <laughs> 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 Everyone knows it's my favorite, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I've had anything bad there. Terrible. They've always been great customer service. I mean, yeah, even now you I pull up. Great. Yeah, I've never had a bad experience there, and I mean, I'm sure it's not that way for everybody. Right. But personally, I've never had any negative experience. So, you know. Yeah, everything. I mean, they've got pizza, their ribs. Oh, uh, God, their ribs. Pork, pulled pork sandwiches. Uh, they come up with the different fusions of stuff. I mean, it's 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 amazing, people. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd think we're getting paid to advertise. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Throwing a shout out. Hopefully, they're listening. <laughs> so, yeah. just kind of uh, closing here. Um, got anything else on your mind? I think we want to say we covered a good part of most of everything. I mean, yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. The highlights of my life, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep the bad stuff out of it. There you go. Um, good vibes, positive vibes. Yes. Yeah. I will say, though, that every negative thing that happened in my life has brought me something positive. 
so I wouldn't take it back for anything. But should I have made better decisions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wise, wise words. <laughs> it also brought me to where I am today. So. So where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Uh, anything you like, you want to do, where you want to live, what would you like to see in the world, or what would you like to see yourself doing that would bring some positivity, um, some aspect? Uh, well, you know, we talk about, well, you know, we want to have a baby. That's our number one goal right now, procreating. And um, we also want to foster and adopt. So I hope that happens, you know, within five years. We get some little little kiddos running around. Definitely want to get some of the older kids as well that no one wants, which is so sad to me. But, you know, they need a place to come home for the holidays or someone to love them just as much as a baby so that's right come on yeah come that's on true in. i'll take care of you awesome so we got arkansas family dental where can they find you um uh you're out by the rave is that correct mm -hmm. okay 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 then we got the call chronicles coming to a podcast near you mm -hmm. <laughs> anchor fm there you yes, go launch it. soon yeah soon. that's gonna be soon as we can getting your people again <laughs> there we go there we go yeah which i don't even know uh i mean it just feels like this is just keeps on going uh trump says he's not gonna shut down the u.s if there's a second round i still don't like how did he somehow got over here we've got people infected and it's just it's horrible right? yeah it's not only just a health crisis it's just mm -hmm. I mean, it has affected every aspect of life, and that's just so crazy to me. Nineteen eighteen had the Spanish big pandemic that that happened, the flu. The flu yeah, just ah, uh, they say every hundred years. So <laughs> here we go. The only positive thing, well, there are a couple positives that have come from it. One of them is that our beautiful planet has been able to semi-heal itself as far as like the pollution and things. And if you haven't seen photos of the differences, you need to look it up because it's crazy. And so it's been really good for planet Earth as far as that goes. And it's been really cool to see like just neighborhoods coming together and like you know I see people driving through towns and making sure everyone's having a good birthday or right there's this video of this girl in Italy who sings to her neighbors every day on it's her amazing. balcony and everyone comes out and like it's just amazing to see everyone coming together like that but I, I hope it doesn't continue to happen that's why everyone has to yeah. make sure that they take it seriously. Otherwise, I mean, <laughs> this whole thing was pointless. <laughs> yeah, cause, and, and I know people are getting just antsy and just tired of staying at home. And people are just, they're losing their minds. Mm -hmm. Like, tremendously. They don't even know what they're going to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> you it's know. been bad for people that have, you know, mental health issues where they need to be around people 
they don't need to be left alone with their thoughts, but, um, I, I, I want it to be done with. I'm so tired of yeah. everything. It's just, I mean, it's a lot of work. I know it needs to be done. I'm not complaining about it, but mm-hmm. man, like my hands are so dry all the time. <laughs> 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 Got a rash on my face from the face mask. Yeah. And uh, one last thing here. So I'm, I'm drinking on a flying duck, um, uh, uh, Flyway Brewery, North Little Rock, go see them. Super good. And tell us a little bit about that's a little background. So it's from. So it's um, from actually somebody we hope to interview. Um, there is a brew, tap room bar place in Stuttgart, Arkansas called Flying Duck. And. Um, a really cool place if y'all haven't been you should go especially if you're a fan of you know collectibles hunting and you want some good vibes and cool people it's beautiful just a good little place to go so hopefully we'll get to interview the owner of that he also you know has duck call company that was passed to him which is really cool you'll have to listen to the podcast yeah interesting that it's gonna be really cool yeah yes it'll be very interesting so yeah awesome well Jennifer, thank you for being on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we finally got around to doing this. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. You're like, oh, why would you have me on? And I was like, I know that's super bad. I mean, <laughs> two years, two years people. Two I've had a lot years. of people on. Didn't have my wife here. So your new wife. New wife. Yeah. Thank you so much for everything and uh, plugging the businesses. Uh, it's happy hour with Ryan, and we'll see you next time.